0: Hey, South Bend City Church, Mariah here, the Director of Art and Worship. We're so thankful that you chose to join us today. And whether you're local or long distance, we're so thankful that you're a part of our community. Welcome. Now, I'm not going to give you any announcements right now because this gathering actually has stayed intact for our podcast. One of our mantras is practices, not performances, and that sometimes leads us into a practice gathering where we don't hear a teaching, but instead we spend some time in practices. So you'll actually hear announcements embedded within this gathering. Even though these practices happened yesterday in our space at Studio Baker 112, we hope that this time serves as a chance for you to jump in on those practices as well. So feel free to grab some paper and a pen or whichever way you reflect, and our time will culminate in the Eucharist, so make sure to grab some form of bread or cracker or wine or juice so that you have the materials that you need when we get to those practices. Now, I will serve as sort of a guide for you, so I'll interrupt here and there as we launch into practices and free you up to do those but just know that we're thankful that you're joining us today. All right, we hope that you join us as we notice and capture, as we reflect, and as we express as practices of gratitude. Let's jump in with the rest of our community now.
1: Hey, you can have a seat. Welcome. Uh, Good morning. My name is Jason. I'm our lead pastor here at Southland City Church. We're honored that you are here. Uh, Mariah already mentioned it. We'll do much more today in the theme of gratitude. But there's plenty to say about that and practice in that that I think will help all of us, no matter where you're coming from or how you feel right now when you uh, hear that name. So we'll work that out together. Uh, This is a, a place that we call Community of Grace and Peace for Our City and the World. And we get all those big and important words from Jesus, community that we're called to be with one another in a very particular kind of way, a way of love and belonging and commitment. Uh, Grace and peace, these words that speak to us of both the generosity of God, that it's all gift, and the the justice of God, the, the fact that God cares about how we live with one another and the world that we build together. And all of that work, community and grace and peace happens right here in the city of South Bend, a place that matters to us. And we also uh, find ourselves interacting with the world at large. And there's a a big story being told in the world that God's writing, and we want to be a part of it. That being said, we also sometimes call ourselves a community of believers and doubters, and everybody who's a bit of both, because a lot of us around here have just discovered that in life, faith, uh, in following Jesus, you might go through seasons that feel full of belief and a deep sense of God and God's reality and God's presence. And you might have other seasons, and they might be longer than seasons, where you don't have a handle on those things. And we don't want to be the kind of community where your belonging is predicated on just how deeply connected you feel to that big story. We want to be the kind of community where we belong to one another, regardless of where you're at in faith and doubt. And so hopefully you can find uh, that wherever you're at on that spectrum, you belong here. And we are honored that you are here uh, this Sunday, this Sunday before Thanksgiving, uh, which is one of the reasons that we are pressing into practices of gratitude. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit more about today and how we're working through it in a bit. Uh, But I do want to let you know about next week's Sunday gatherings. Really excited about this. Uh, Hopefully you are aware that we are working on a big project downtown at the Tribune. This is uh, the north half of the block where the Southland Tribune used to print their newspapers. And we bought that building and we're renovating it and it'll be our future home uh, sometime in the spring. Uh, But not just our future home, but from the beginning of this project we've discerned as a church... Uh, A commitment that that become a place for common ground and common good all week long. And so a week from now on Sunday, uh, we're going to do some updating for you on that whole project. Not just... Uh, the building and the money, although we'll include that in the update. We'll also talk about the conversations that we've been having with neighbors, community partners, city leaders. Uh, There's a lot happening, not just for the vision of what's in the building, but what happens in the neighborhood. And we wanna bring you along in that. So uh, if that sounds like a church business meeting and your eyes are already rolling into the back of your head, I understand. I promise it will be far more interesting than that. And if you're somebody who finds church business interesting, I love you, God bless you. Please show up, because I could use some of that goodwill. No, I I really mean, um, I genuinely mean that this project has been uh, enriching and exciting, and it's so much more than a building, but it includes the privilege of taking this beautiful space in the heart of downtown and redeeming it for fresh life. And so it's really exciting to tell you where that's at and where it's headed. So please come next week or catch the podcast afterwards. We'd love for you to hear all of that. It'll be me, also Matt Grable, our executive pastor, who has been driving hard on that project. You get to hear from him directly about all those updates. Don't miss it. Uh, one more note before I turn toward uh, today's agenda, which is that all of this is possible, whether it's Sunday morning right here at Studebaker or our life together in other ways, um, thanks to you. And that might mean that you've volunteered, or that might mean that you've given wisdom or energy, or that might mean that you just showed up today full-hearted, or it might mean that you give financially and the finances really matter. Uh, if you want to make a financial contribution, just go to southbendcitychurch.com give. Whether that's a one time gift or if you want to set up a recurring gift, that helps us plan wisely and make sure that the promises that we make with our budget we're able to live up to. Uh, so thank you for giving, and you can always do that today just by going online. There's also some drop boxes by the door if you want to drop a gift in right there. Uh, today, um, after a couple of weeks of teaching about generosity, or not generosity, sorry, my mind needs to switch now. Uh, Uh, After a couple of weeks of teaching about gratitude, we're gonna practice it together. Uh, Last week you heard from Mike Goldsworthy who turned to Psalm 126 and explored the possibility that gratitude is a way of narrating your past story differently. uh, That we have different ways that we can look backward and that gratitude is a particular choice of a way of looking back. But before that, you're from Beth Grable and I'm so thankful for the way that Beth sifted and sorted what gratitude is and isn't because what we're not talking about is like spiritually bypassing hard truths. We're not talking about using gratitude to ignore our responsibilities, to make change in the world or to to show up differently. But we are talking about gratitude as this essential practice of reflection and narration. And in some ways it's even an act of truth telling about all the good that has been there that we so often miss. And a chance to say thank you for that goodness and even to say thank you specifically to God. Uh, So today, Mariah has crafted uh, this very beautiful, simple but profound way of us practicing through three movements. Uh, I'll kind of help lead you through those as we go, it'll include song and prayer and some other tools. Uh, But our third movement will be the Eucharist, and I do want to kind of explain that for us before we get to that point. Um, Eucharist, by the way, that, that, that Greek word that Christians have used to describe the meal that Jesus gave us, it literally means something close to Thanksgiving. And so I don't know if you knew it or not, but if you've ever been in a setting with followers of Jesus who came to this meal, that was, in a sense, its own Thanksgiving meal with its own family that we call ourselves here with one another, and that'll be the case for us today. Uh, When we get to that point later in the gathering, first, we want you to know that at South City Church, anybody who wants to be at the table with Jesus is deeply, radically welcome there. So it's not a question of um, your identity or your beliefs or even your behaviors, um, because what we see in Jesus in the Gospels is that he's just really intent on welcoming anybody who wants to be there with him. So if you wanna be at the table with Jesus, we would love to welcome you there with him. When we get to that point in the gathering, it'll be very obvious. We'll pray and and talk our way there. But when we get to that point, uh, after our servers have taken their place at tables in the corners, you'll be free if you'd like to get up out of your seat and go forward to receive. When you get there, you can simply hold out a hand. You don't have to take anything, you can just hold out a hand. And somebody will take a piece of gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, Nut free bread. Um, put it in your hand and remind you the body of Christ broken for you. Hold on to it, don't eat it yet. You'll step over and somebody will hold out a cup, and in the cup is grape juice, but they'll remind you the blood of Christ shed for you. And you can take the bread and dip it in the cup and eat, and that'll be our way of practicing. Uh, if you're not able to physically make your way to the table, no problem, we would love to come to you. Just wait until the lines are done, and then if you wanna raise a hand or have somebody near you raise a hand, and then we'll come to you with those elements, and we'd love to serve you there. Uh, that'll be our practice later in the gathering. But to begin uh, to make our way into this, Mariah and team are gonna lead us a little bit further in song, and so if you're able, will you stand back to your feet?
2: what's true?
1: You can be seated. Here's the good news about the way that we're going to move through this practice. To begin with, you don't have to feel anything. Or you can feel negative things. You can feel curmudgeonly or grumpy or stressed about the week ahead. All those feelings are fine right now because we're not starting by trying to generate any feelings. Rather, we're going to tap into an insight that Mike shared with us last week. To begin with, noticing and capturing, which doesn't really require you to generate anything within you. It's just noticing and capturing. And we've got a a kind of a fun way that we think that you could do that. So um, I know for me, when I get on an airplane, I uh, am still addicted to my phone, but I don't have access to most of the things that I'm addicted to on my phone, like Netflix or social media, unless I pay for the Wi-Fi. right? So I'll find that I have the phone in my hand and I have this sort of repetitive, perhaps addictive behavior with it. And because I can't get to anything else, I end up in my photo album. And I have been overwhelmed often at how much is in there that I don't even remember, right? I'm not even the type to take a lot of pictures. It's not like a natural impulse of mine to capture moments or memories. And yet, I often find there's a surprising trove of things there that speak back to me about about my own life, about my own experience. Uh, For others, I've learned it may not be the photo book, It, it might be your calendar. Uh, and there's pl- probably plenty on your calendar in the past year that like is just business meetings or tax deadlines or stressful things, but also uh, probably like hidden among all those other things are little reminders of the good that you've been a part of and have experienced over the past year. And so one way that we could spend the next few minutes noticing and capturing is actually to pull out our phones. So feel free, if you'd like right now, to pull out your phone, if that's a device that would help you. Uh, there's other ways to do that too. Uh, for some, you can actually just sort of rifle through memories and moments in your mind. And just to perhaps work backward from now, or conversely, if you wanna go back to a year from now and work your way forward, uh, the only movement that we're gonna address right now is to notice, to capture, to sort of land on uh, reminders of anything good or beautiful or helpful or graceful that you have experienced in the last year. And we're just going to give you some time to do that. So let's take now uh, a few minutes before Mariah leads us further with some noticing and capturing. What are the good things that have been with you in the year that you have just been through? Sound good? Cool. Let's take a time to do that.
0: So for those of you listening right now, feel free to hit pause on this and spend some time going through your photo album or your calendar or through the memories that are in your mind and we'll jump back into our second movement in a bit. So I would invite you, if you're continuing to go through your photo album, to continue to do that. Um, but as I sing this song, I hope that this also offers a chance to reflect. Um, and So continue to take time to notice and capture, whether that's through your photo album or memories, um, but continue engaging however you see fit this morning.
2: If my heart could tell a story, if my life would sing a song, testimony if I have anything at all
1: to take uh, one step forward then in this practice, which is to reflect. But by reflect, we don't mean reflecting back to yourself. We actually mean reflecting um, outward in some direction to recognize some goodness, some grace, some gift, some generosity that has been a part of your life in the last season, and then to reflect that in a new direction. Uh, that could look like a, a couple of different things. Uh, maybe you realize there's a person or there are people and something... In particular about them or how they show up in your life or in the world or what they've done with you or for you that you want to name that really specifically so you keep your phone out you could like draft the text or the email Uh, hold off on sending it for just one moment that'll be another movement but you could actually write up the letter right now write up the note to say thank you to them for the good thing that they brought into your life for the good presence that they are this can be powerful not just for you but for them of course Uh, But there's something that happens when we go beyond noticing to reflecting out into the world the things that we were thankful for. What a beautiful and good thing to do this week, right? Uh, But maybe uh, in addition to writing the text or the email to reflect to somebody else what they've meant to you or what they've done for you, you might want to offer that um, to God, to, to reality. the source of all these good things. And maybe that also looks like a note on your phone, Uh, or alternatively, if it helps you to kind of write it out, uh, we do have some uh, writing utensils and cards here and here. If you'd like, feel free to come forward and grab one, or maybe you have a journal with you. And maybe you just want to craft some words of gratitude to God. Uh, If God is a a complicated word for you, I also understand that. Maybe you just want to recognize there's something beyond you uh, that has sustained you or given you something good, that there's a source beyond you. Uh, that you are thankful for. And you might want to find words for that gratitude toward God or toward that mystery. And so we'll use these next few moments um, simply to put words to that. And don't send it yet, uh, but to prepare ourselves to actually reflect back to the world uh, the gratitude that we're uh, practicing today. So we'll take a few minutes now to find some words for that, good? All
0: right, so once again, feel free to hit pause on this and spend some time either drafting that text or writing that thank you card or journaling, or whatever it is that helps you enter into this time of reflection. So once again, uh, this song is not about to end this time. If you want to continue to write or reflect, please do so. Um, But we are going to enter into the practice of singing again. So if you are done with the writing and the reflecting, uh, and as you're able, would love for you to stand and join as we sing. But like I said, if you're still in the writing part, please continue to do so as we sing together.
1: Uh, we wanted to check in now and open things up a little bit and hear from you. And uh, wondering if you might want to name uh, for the family today here uh, something that you're grateful for that stood out to you perhaps. Maybe it's uh, a person and maybe a particular way that they've shown up for you in a recent season. Uh, maybe it's a moment in time that just captures a gift in your life that you want to name Uh, Maybe it's a theme that's been woven through many different memories and moments that stood out to you as you noticed and captured. So we'll open that up in a minute here. Before we do that, I just want to observe. There's this beautiful and interesting instruction in the New Testament that calls us to weep with those who weep and rejoice with those who rejoice. And from what I can tell, both individuals and communities tend to lean quickly toward one of those and not so quickly toward the other. And it's a combination of personality type and conditioning and background and all that stuff. And I love that, and that makes sense to me. My best assessment of SBCC is that we're really good at weeping with those who weep. And I love that. That's really important, I think. It's even a corrective. Especially against religious spaces that sometimes have a hard time seeing the experience of those who aren't in the majority of that space in particular. There are reasons that are based on solidarity and justice where that's really important. So I'm really thankful for that. But in a moment like this, and I've, like, I've felt this in individual conversation, I think sometimes we're almost like sheepish to name the good or the beautiful for some fear that it might um, be hard for someone else. And I love that awareness, I think that's really profound. But today, for this moment, uh, we are here to rejoice with those who rejoice. And so I hope for this moment, as a communal practice, we don't feel like we have to lean back, but we can lean forward in uh, naming some of the good that we have felt. And so I would love to invite you right now, if you wanna raise a hand and share something that you are celebrating or saying thank you for today. Who wants to get us started? Yes, sir, bring it, Tyler. Let's go. Tyler said he's thankful for his church family, his family family, and the green bean casserole. Amen. Yes, thank you, sir. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Tyler and I had a little bonding over green bean casserole before the gathering began. That's special stuff right there. Yeah. What else? Who else? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thankful for Milton Home. Amazing. Yeah. Gary says he's thankful for church family, for friends. He's met at Milton Home where you live now, right? And you're thankful for Milton Home. Yeah. I didn't want to cut you off. Is that it? Well, I'm just thankful. Just thankful. Beautiful. Amazing. Thank you, Gary. Yeah. Thanks, man. I think I saw a hand back there. Yes. Promises is not a plug. That's amazing. If you couldn't hear what Trisha Joe was saying, uh, she said it's not a plug. I'll plug it. Gladly. Uh, Trish is one of the leaders uh, on the front lines of serving students at Southland City Church and our student tables. And you said that as you were looking through the last year, lots of pictures of our students, the growth that's happening with them, the ways that they weep and rejoice, the questions that they ask. Yeah, that's amazing. Give it up for our students. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. And for the volunteers who lead them. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you, Trish. Uh, Are you pointing me this way? Yes, yes, sir. Yeah, awesome. That's great. Daniel's thankful for the community and the church. We're thankful for you, man. Yeah, if y'all don't remember, we got to baptize Daniel uh, in our most recent baptism, too. Amazing. Thank you, sir.
3: Yeah. Yeah. pediatric nursing at Beacon Children's, but it's been a rough four years
1: in health care. Let me get that far just so everybody can hear you. Sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but um, thankful for your job. You moved here four years ago, and there was a shift in your nursing career, and now you're an inpatient pediatric at Beacon Children's Hospital. She said it's been a rough four years in healthcare. I don't know if y'all knew that. Yeah, sorry, I wanted to get that far. But we just have the best
3: crew, like the nurses and the doctors and the people I work with. I just, I'm just so thankful, you know, I just, yeah. um, yeah, I'm just really thankful for that and I know
1: that's not true for her. Amazing. She said she's thankful for the crew there, the doctors, the nurses, everyone there. You know, not everybody can say that about their colleagues, but you're thankful for that. That's amazing. That's good. Thanks. Yeah, back there. Amazing. The privilege of being able to be present. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Love that. Thank you. Yeah. Manna, imagination, is that what you said? Beautiful, say a little more for us, help us understand what you're saying. Uh, that we're given imaginations, yeah. and, and there is the answer, and just hmm. every day you have an opportunity. Yeah, amazing. was uh, talking about the fact that we're given imaginations. And when you say manna, do I take it to mean that you're talking about how kind of each day you get what you need out of that? And you may not know where tomorrows will come from till tomorrow, but today you got what you needed? Amazing. Yeah, thank you. What else? Yeah, that's great, right? What else? Uh, yeah, over here, Carolina. We are very thankful
3: for uh, the life and health for our children, mm-hmm. for the purchase of our new house, yes. and uh, for our permanent resident process and this beautiful
1: country. Amazing. Do you mind if I stretch that out a little bit? Because I know, I know that story you're telling. Do you mind if I fill that in for everyone a little bit? Is that okay? Carolina says, um, thankful, uh, what was, uh, for the health and wellness of your, of your family and kids. Yes, your children. Uh, so uh, this family, uh, Ignacio and Carolina and Mario and Ignacio Jr. Em- immigrated four years ago. They just bought their first home uh, here in the US to close it. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. And you were just telling me that you're uh, in the process for permanent residence uh, with the immigration, all that green card stuff. But that's moving along, which is amazing. Give it up for that too. Yeah. Thank you, Carolina. Amazing. Yes, sir.
3: I just want to know, uh, awareness of a growing sense of a cared-for future. Mm. Uh, Kirsten and I have had a year of medical challenge, and we've mm-hmm. had things that we've had to do during mm-hmm. that year, and that's
0: been great. We've,
1: been, we've risen to those challenges, but in the middle of it, we've been found that we've been Carried and cared for Mm. in a way that I'm glad I don't have to control and manage. Amazing. Some sense of we are deeply cared for. Mm. The first thing I heard Gordon say was uh, a growing awareness of a cared for future. future. Yeah, and then you uh, shared a little bit about, Kirsten, your story uh, with medical things this year. You you got more there? Go for it.
2: On Thanksgiving Day, I will be thankful for being diagnosed 14 months ago. Mm-hmm. Diagnosed with cancer. What a journey. I met doctors and nurses and technicians who are warm and kind and intelligent. Treatments were hard, but with God's hand on me, I'm being healed. And this was she thankful for Gordon, my husband, my caregiver during the months of up and down emotions. Mm-hmm.
3: Trips to the hospital and during
1: recovery. Amazing, yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you, Kirsten. Who else? Yeah, back there. Um, I am thankful
3: for the South Bend LGBTQ Center Mm. and being able to have a community to connect with, and then my shift um, on my focus to well
1: being. Awesome, so I heard thankfulness for the South Bend LGBTQ. Is it called that now or is it? I wanna get the name right for the center, LGBTQ center. Yeah, awesome. Uh, what was the last part of that?
3: And then my shift to focusing on well-being.
1: And a shift to focusing on well-being, amazing. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah Bree.
3: Mm. just
1: not going to do anything. Can I get that far and repeat it? Yeah. Uh, I first, heard, I think I heard you say you're thankful for music. Did I hear that? And then you were explaining that when you were born, doctors said you wouldn't see, talk, walk, crawl. You, you even used the phrase a stupid baby. Yeah? Okay. And, and look at me now. And look at her now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Music saved my life. Oh, wow. Music saved your life. Mm. I
3: want mean, music to be a part of my life, mm. and it's, it saved me, and, mm. and I wrote two books about it.
1: Too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bree's written two books about it, even. Yeah, music has been part of saving your life. Yep. That's amazing. Thank you, Bree. Yeah. Uh, who else? Yes, sir? Uh, for the last year, just had a great journey of deconstruction. God and friends and family are allowing me to put it back together in mm-hmm. a much more beautiful way. Oh, man. Uh, let me get that. So I uh, talked about a journey of deconstruction, like faith kind of coming apart. Uh, ripped your heart out, you said. But with friends and family, it's being put back together in a beautiful way. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yes, sir.
3: away very suddenly unexpectedly about two weeks ago Mm. our own mom had a fall this past weekend Mm. and tatiana checked on her the next day because she Uh said she was fine then tatiana took our mom to the hospital to be with her during all these checkups and all these surgeries Mm. uh, while we weren't able to be there oh wow and so knowing that her own mom passed away yeah and then trying to
2: help our mom she's just been in my mind and i've been very grateful for her
1: Oh, man. Thanks, Ken. If you didn't hear that... Uh, yeah, we can do that. Um, Ken was saying gratitude for his sister-in-law, Tatiana. Um, Tatiana's own mother passed away, and right in the wake of that, your mother had a bad fall. And Tatiana showing up in care for your mother in the wake of grieving her mother. Amazing. Thank you. Yes? I am thankful for the opportunity to return to South Bend. I'm hmm.
3: thankful
1: for my wife. Hmm. What was the last part of that? The home we're building. Amazing. Uh, Travis said, thankful to return to South Bend where you grew up, but you're back. Thankful for your wife and thankful for the home you're building together. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Did you point me to our hand over here? or No, OK, sorry. It's, it's tricky because you, like, you, you adjust your hair or whatever, and I'm thinking that you're. Uh,
3: yes, right back here. So I was going to share anything. But we all got this, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> Hmm.
1: Not only did God restore all of those things in a year's time, hmm. but he also restored restored part of my faith in him by bringing me one of the most, no, the most amazing woman he's ever put in my life. Amazing. And
3: he helped to redefine what I thought God
1: was. That's beautiful. Let me, uh, let me echo all that and make sure I got this right. Yeah, he wasn't going to share, uh, but then God surprised him. A year ago, homeless, jobless, and carless. Uh, but a year later, not only have all those things been added to your life, but the most amazing woman that God's ever brought into your life is there with you now. Yeah, I get that right? Yeah. Amazing, yeah, give that up. Thank you. <clears throat> I think, yes, right here. You know, Jason, I'll just say this. Um, I get grown so cynical mm-hmm. about
3: Christianity. Oh.
1: Oh, we well, well, thank you. Uh, he said, if you didn't hear that, uh, has grown really cynical over the years about Christianity and religion and the hypocrisy, but you're grateful for this community. That's amazing, thank you. All right, I think, oh, right here, yes. I wasn't gonna share either, but... No, please bring it, yeah.
3: During COVID,
1: it ultimately closed. Which was hard because that was like family, that was my life. Let me get that far. I don't want to miss your details, you know. Um, I had uh, been at a church, 140 years of history at that church, your third generation at that church. It had dwindled, and then during COVID, it closed, and that was really hard. Sorry, keep going. I met my husband. Met your husband there?
3: Yeah. And about a year ago,
1: we here, and it's been a big blessing in our life. Mm. We found, we feel like we found our people. Oh, man. And so we feel very, very much at home here, and it here That's amazing. If you didn't catch that last part, she said after all that, uh, began church shopping, trying to figure out what would be home, and it's been about a year that you all found uh, this community, and you feel like you found your people. Yeah. That's amazing. I love that. Yeah. Thank you. I think so too. I think you found your people. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't want to, yes, right here. Yeah,
3: I just want to add to kind of both of those Mm. um, too that I've recently found SBCC and I'm just so thankful for this space. I live a little further away, so I don't, I've just come a couple times in person but get to listen to the podcast. And I think just every time I hear a phrase like, you can exist here or we care that you're seen and heard, um, that it's okay to doubt. There are just so many phrases. I could just, it's like I can barely make it through the podcast because I'm (laughs) weeping like every time something is said, but Mm. I've just prayed for a space like this for so long Mm. and Mm. didn't know it existed in our area. Um, So I'm just really, really thankful Mm. for a space like this. That's
1: amazing. If you didn't catch all that, Live a little bit further away, grateful for a space like this. There are phrases that you hear in our time together like, you, you can exist here, you belong here, uh, you can doubt here. Um, I heard you say that you can't make it through a podcast episode without weeping. So that's great. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, we're really glad that you are here. Thanks for uh, being a part of this and trusting us. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to make this our, I'm going to give Diana the final word here. No pressure, Diana. Uh,
2: I'm going to be an ant. Oh,
1: hey. Amazing. Diana's gonna be an aunt. One of her younger sisters is having a little boy in there. That's amazing. Good. Let's kind of, oh, sorry, is there, yes, Becky or Elliot. Let's, we'll, we'll give you a final, final word, all right? I'm sorry, say it again. But. Oh, friends at student tables. Amazing. He's grateful for friends that he's got at our student tables. That's great, dude. Thank you. Well, let's, um, let's bring all this forward with us uh, to the table that we call Eucharist or Thanksgiving. Um, this is a beautiful reminder for us that uh, if, if even today, if you feel a little more in touch with uh, grace, with generosity, with gift, with the fact that underneath all of the hard things and the difficult things, there is something enduring that's good, and that might even be for you and for us, if you feel a little more in touch with that, I hope what this meal will do, will like further that conviction, further that experience for you, that you're not crazy if you feel like there is some good in the mix of all of this, some beauty, some divine generosity. In fact, you might be in touch with reality when you're aware of that. And this meal reminds us of that, because in this meal, uh, we discover that God is giving not just good things to us, but God is giving God's self to us. That in the life and the death and the resurrection of Jesus, we discover a God who gives fully and freely without reservation, in an, an enduring act of love. And so, um, in this movement, as we come forward to the table, uh, I hope that in the actual experience of this meal, you will taste the goodness of God. I know that the bread may not taste good, but that you will taste the goodness of God. Uh, but you'll be reminded of something deeper that this mystery points to. Uh, during this time, in a moment, when you're free to come to the table, you're also free, if you would like, uh, to send that text message or that email. Like Use that moment. Uh, to actually put out into the world those words of gratitude for somebody else. Uh, if you've written, maybe you've written um, gratitude toward God, and maybe you wrote that on a card. If it's meaningful for you as an act, you could bring it forward and place it in the basket here or here. And of course, we, don't, like, we know that God's not like literally more here than there, right? But there is something to be said of enacting that, of using your body and walking forward and putting it there if you can, if you'd like. Um, so those can happen while we also receive the Eucharist together. Uh, I'm going to lead us through a prayer that many of our sisters and brothers around the world are praying today, some form of this. It actually comes from the Anglican uh, or Episcopal stream of Christian faith in the larger household. And we don't often use this particular form of prayer, but it adds a little more language uh, to the good things that we have named and experienced. And we'll use that to come forward to the table today. And so uh, what we'll do is I'll ask you to stand if you're able. And uh, I'll lead us in this prayer that you'll see on the screens. And then once that prayer is done, I'll then invite those who are going to serve us to come forward. I'll serve them. And then once they're in their place, uh, they'll be available to serve you. Uh, But together we will make this our Eucharistic prayer today. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord, our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. We come to the table because we are perpetually invited. We come to the table celebrating that God comes near to us. We come to the table acknowledging our participation with God and with others. We come to the table with thanks, remembering and proclaiming God's story centered on Jesus' birth, life, death, and resurrection. We come to the table, anticipating God's healing in our own lives and of the whole world. Oh God, your steadfast love has been ours for generations. Through Christ, you brought us out of the abyss of death and into the light of eternal love. With joy and thanksgiving, we proclaim your salvation, remembering Christ's death and resurrection until he comes again. As we break bread and share the cup together, may Christ be present with us and may the spirit bind us together as Christ's body in this world, amen. And now we turn uh, to a phrase from scripture that holds this strange mystery that's been spoken for 2000 years. Great is the mystery of faith. Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again, amen. The gifts of God for the people of God. Amen. Uh, You may be seated. And as I ask those who will serve you to join me on stage now, let me remind you that on the night he was betrayed, Jesus took a loaf of bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body broken for you. Take and eat. And later in that same meal, he took a cup. And he said, this is the cup of a new faithfulness, of a new promise, of the love an enduring commitment of God for you and in your life. Take and drink deeply. So I pray, God, that these would be for us, uh, your life given for us and for the world. And in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. The body of Christ broken for you and the blood of Christ shed for you.
0: All right, South Bend City Church, so now is the time to hit send on that text or that email. But obviously there's not a basket in front of you, so maybe there's a way that you want to offer a tangible thank you card to God. That could be taking it outside and burning it to allow the smoke to rise. It could be composting it or burying it, allowing it to multiply and become part of the earth. Whatever you choose to do is going to be your practice in this moment. And also, if you're joining us in the practice of Eucharist, just remember, as Jason said, this is the body of Christ broken for you and the blood of Christ shed for you. As you're able, and if you're willing, would you stand and join us as we sing?
1: Uh, Thank you for being here today. Thank you for uh, bringing your heart and your voice to this practice together. Uh, A couple of brief notes. Uh, First of all, on a very practical level, um, the heat isn't actually working in here. We're thankful for a warm day.
3: Yeah. That's good. Yes.
1: Yes. We don't know when it will be fixed. Apparently, the part is no longer made. And you all know we're renters here, right? We don't own the HVAC, Um, so the best I can tell you is we are doing everything we can to work out some solutions. You might want to bring layers the next few Sundays, just in case, but we are about to own our home and be the masters of our own future, and that'll be a different scenario. That'll be great. Yeah. Uh, On a more serious note, I know that the week ahead uh, for you may be um, something where you anticipate great fullness and joy. I'm so happy for you. I know the week ahead may be one where you anticipate hecticness and chaos. We are with you. I know the week ahead may be one where you anticipate uh, family conflict and uh, maybe perhaps a sense of alienation. But I want to say again, this is also your family here, and you are loved and you belong here. And whatever the week ahead is for you, we look forward to being together again uh, next week in the family that Jesus has called us into together. So I hope that you can carry that with you uh, throughout the week ahead. That being said, uh, may we taste and see the goodness of God. And in the midst of a world that is broken and hard, uh, where we do hard things to one another, may we remember that underneath all of it is the generosity of a God who continues to give and love. And may we find real and meaningful ways to say thank you in every season. And may grace and peace be with you. Amen. Love you all, and we will see you next week.